Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where we talk books, drink booze, and have beards. Alright, as always, I am Bob of Tales by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I am creative consultant, Tanya. She is grumpy pants Tanya today. Ooh, she's... So tell us about, uh, tell us about your thoughts on Chick-fil-A, Tanya. Yeah, lay, lay it on us. <laughs> Everybody loves Chick-fil-A, and I love Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A's food's real good. The one that's here by your house is the fucking worst. Mind you, I have never had an issue with this Chick-fil-A. Well, you clearly don't go to better Chick-fil-A's. <laughs> I tell you, if you if this is your height of customer service for Chick-fil-A, let me surprise you and take you to Prattville, because holy shit, they know what to do in Prattville. I've never had a bad... Fuck. The I've one never that's had here. a bad interaction. My Ooh. food is always exactly Does how I Does it not take it. you 20 minutes to get into this fucking Chick-fil-A because people don't know how to use a fucking drive-thru? That's the not people... their fault. Ooh, why the fuck does Chick-fil-A have people standing outside to take your order? Let me talk to the box. It's literally no faster. Literally no faster. It, and it's but... so much more awkward. Actually, if anything, it's slower because the one here in Ann Street... They don't walk your car up. They'll keep you all the way back in the Walmart fucking parking lot and take your order there instead of going, let's walk up. They, they <sighs> I think you've normally they walk with you and they don't have two people taking oh, orders. Oh, no. We only had the one. Yeah. And I didn't get a your pleasure, my pleasure. I didn't get pleasured at all at this Chick-fil-A the last two times I was I think, there. I think you have strangely high expectations. What's I'll, the Prattville? I know. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, we need to go to Prattville. You need to. I'm sort of saying, like, if on. you think that this Ann Street one has got their shit together, seriously, let's go to Prattville and you can see where people know how to use a goddamn drive through I mean, I'll just, take turns. I just go to the one on, like, an East Chase. <sighs> well, Oh, okay. my. You asked and you got it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought well, we were going to hear something about layouts because you were bitching about the layout of the, the place. I don't know. Oh, okay. yeah, because the, the, the way, the, the way, oh, the, way right. the building is constructed... Like, mm-hmm. people come around the corner off of Ann Street, so that's one line of people coming through. There's people who come from the other side of Ann Street, and there's people who also come from, the, like, the Walmart parking lot. So you've got three funnels of people, and you can't fucking get anywhere. And in Prattville, where they know how to design things, <laughs> they have the line that goes around the building, but there's a stop sign. So it's like you stop, let the person who just got their food out, and then you take turns. Yeah, but here's it's the thing, though. System. Here's the problem with that, though, because that's what East Chase does. Have you never been stuck at East Chase because someone didn't listen to the stop sign and they blocked the exit? And it, I've literally seen the East Chase Chick Fil A be locked up because the people could not leave with their food because someone was blocking their lane to get out. It like cars could not move. Like, that doesn't happen in Prattville. Oh, okay. <laughs> I yell at them if they do. I with my windows were down, so, and they could give me my food, books, and someone pulled and out in front of me, and I was like, we all, "How the fuck am I supposed to get out?" And, and it's we, like, "Ooh, I'm at the Lord's Chicken." And Whoops. We, <laughs> and we know Tanya's experience with yelling involving hey, chicken. Hey, 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 now. <laughs> so, book spirits, booze, bringing you the super relevant worldwide content of the Chick Fil A's in the Montgomery area. Yes, <laughs> Stay sir. away from this fucking Ann Street one. All right. So get I didn't get a, my pleasure. Not one fucking time. Well, the time. real issue, that, you don't care about that for real. You care about not getting your mayonnaise. That's what's got you salty. Okay, can I we just... I, you know okay, what, in my just, defense, I was a lot harder on them earlier when I thought that they didn't give me the ranch for my wrap, but it was at the bottom of my bag. Have you made sure that the mayonnaise wasn't laying under it the ranch? It wasn't. I didn't, I didn't ask for it. That was on me. I didn't ask for it. 
But 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 so, but, but, but so no, just to be wait, no just but, to be clear, wait, you no, walked in uh, complaining that they didn't give you mayonnaise wait, and ranch. Uh, they and gave you, didn't you the ranch. Ask for the mayonnaise, and they actually gave you the ranch. Okay, so you know I love rewards, right? Yes. I have Chick Fil A rewards. Twice I've gone to this Ann Street Chick Fil A. I have had a reward on my little scanny thing. They have scanned it because I want the free caramel frosted coffee. They have a fr- caramel frosted coffee. I want it for free. Doesn't, I have... sound, doesn't sound like it's on your diet. Ooh, it's shush. Okay. I want How many free. minutes of cardio at the gym are we going to have to do to get rid of oh, that? Oh, stop. Okay. So <laughs> That twice, sounds like more than, more than 10 minutes I'm of cardio. I'm going to flail my limbs about <laughs> and probably smack you. So I have a reward on my phone for a free frosted beverage. It's been there. They have scanned it twice. Not once have they actually taken my coffee off my fucking order. I've paid for it twice when I wanted it free. It's $3.30. I wanted it for free. That's that, Look at my tiny Karen haircut. That's the that's the Lord telling you you don't need to have Or that, that could just be that you could be like, hey, you still charge me for that. You should take this off. Oh, I'm you're like, expecting me to turn around and go back through that drive? Okay. Or Have you, you could tried look to park before there? You... Because you don't. Because, right. Well, let's, I don't go let, to Chick-fil-A. Let, but... Let's move on. Y'all let's... At, you asked for this. I was going we to did. rant <laughs> off of air, but you were like, no, Tanya, no. bottle down your feelings. Let it all out on air. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's amused me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all I'm looking for. And I just imagine the comments, yikes. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Someone's hangry. <laughs> Someone's a psycho. Well, you are, well yeah. both of those things yeah, we've established accurate. on this show so accurate. far. I mean, not even just today. And, 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 and. I just drank my beverage and it reminded me of something else. Oh, here we go. They have the worst ice. <laughs> I wouldn't know. They don't give me none. Oh, my, this one, this is the first time I've had ice and a beverage get... from there. Oh, okay. Everything else is like, I got tea and it's hot. How dare Fucking they hot. be considerate and leave the ice out so that you can have more drink? <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. going to stab you with a pen in my hand. <laughs> All right. As you look like, oh shit, she does have a pen in her hand. I'll fight you. Right. Ew. So for the, moving on. For the, <laughs> I'm for, just saying, you asked. Yeah. For, for the month of September, we are drinking Suntory's Toki whiskey. That's whiskey with no E. Uh, because it's not from right. The yeah, Europe. correctly. Yeah. So let's let's give this a little try doodle. Let's uh, give it a sip. Oh, don't worry, Tanya. I poured you a little little shot oh, there. Thanks, 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 thanks. It smells like alcohol. It looks like apple juice. Uh, well, you know, when you said apple juice, I got like a faint hint of apple when you said that. I, I know. That's too. why. I that's, that's why I said. I don't apple know if juice. that's legitimate or if it's just my brain. Well, that's why I said apple juice. Oh. It's not bad. Um, I've let the ice melt a little bit, so it's got a little little water down, so I'm I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I would I would sip this. Great. It's uh almost scotchy. Almost. Well uh It's yeah. Japanese, not Scottish. Yeah. Well so is is Japanese whiskey more scotch like? Is this a scotch? No, this is just a whiskey. Like, not a scotch whiskey, it was a regular whiskey, right? Um, or is, are Japanese whiskey scotchy? I think so, if, okay. I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, this is pretty scotchy. Admittedly, my I went through a real heavy phase of learning about whiskeys and stuff like yeah. that months ago. I'm just now realizing that I'm forgetting the yeah. things that I learned. But if I'm remembering correctly, 
Well, I know a Japanese whiskey won like the Scotch and, World Scotch Championship, right? And if I'm remembering correctly, the origins of the people that started like really made Japanese whiskey a thing, they were people that went over to, to Scotland, Scotland. And, and okay, stuff, if I'm yeah, right. this is a very Scotchy. It's not Scotch. It's right. not quite there, but it's a fairly Scotchy whiskey. So, like, if you're not big on Scotch, this might not be for you. I'm not yeah. big on Scotch, but I like this. All yeah, right, it's okay. Uh, I, it wouldn't be my go-to to buy, but it's a welcome change of pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I like it well enough, but my thing is, if I'm not, I'm either going to go for a bourbon, or, or I'm going to... an actual scotch. or Well, not necessarily just an actual scotch, but a smoky scotch. Okay. Like, uh, God, I can't... Is it Isla, Isla or whatever it, it's called? Islay. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah. But, like... Uh, the one like the Talisker that I had. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. real, real uh, smoky and what woman? Y'all can't see her face, but it is just <laughs> filled with discontent. <laughs> just pouty. What She's is, just what, pouty. What? <laughs> we we didn't let her get a nap. My hips hurt. Oh my I sit here in this chair. My hips hurt. God. Okay. All right. So I got a little bit of news. A <laughs> little bit of news. Um, oh. the testaments. Yeah, is out. I pre-ordered that on Audible. Um, it, I think, a couple copies have leaked. They said, and the reviews are really good. Like it's getting really good buzz. For those who don't know, the Testament is the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, and they say the review I said or that I read said that it was drawing at least a little bit from the TV show. Like some of the elements of the TV show are worked in to this. So hmm. if you're a fan of the show, you should be well-pleased. And if you're a fan of the book, you should be well-pleased. It seems yeah. like it's kind of catering to both crowds. Neato burritos. Um, other bit of, little bit of news. Um, there's a White Claw shortage. Shocked. Yeah, I was yeah. told to mention that. It's... Claw's the law, baby, but well, we're about to be lawless. I thought that there were some states that were banning getting declawed. Hey-o. Oh, they you are. know crazy cat lady. They are. There are some places you can't do claw cats. Um, which is for the best. Yeah, it's like their whole ass knuckle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, White Claw shortage. Um, it accounts for half of all seltzer sales, and mm. their sales are up 300% over July to July. Jeez. And yeah, they, and apparently there, there's been some reports that people are getting them, and they're empty. Like, they go to crack <gasps> open a claw, and there ain't none in it. So they're having some bottling issues as well, it sounds like. But they, they are working to ramp up production so they can fill the shortages, blah, 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 mm. blah. Claws of law, baby. Woo! Um, all right, so... I have a bit of news. Oh, what you got? Uh, so I forget if it was yesterday or the day before. Recently, in the past week, um, Fonda Lee announced that she is working in conjunction with Marvel Comics to write a Ooh, Jade comic. War comic. Yo. Not a Jade War comic. Oh, I want to. I, I do I, want a Jade War comic though. Well, yes, but really also she's novel. signing on to. I can't remember if it's co-write or to write. Um, Shang Chi and oh shoot, basically. Uh, so. I have an issue with this slightly, and it's only just because it's like I don't, I don't like it when when they like they hired someone specifically that's Asian just to write the Asian characters. Like, uh, come on, man. Yeah, that's kind of. But shitty. she has a like her books are so steeped in yeah. tri- like creating a really in depth and interesting uh, 
orient, oriental vibe yeah. uh, society. That I'm like, okay, well, that's also plays into her strength as an, a writer. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to give it a chance. And but she's also a martial artist, and exactly. I assume these superheroes mm-hmm. are Shane, martial artist oriented. Uh, it's 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 a character that I don't know by name, and Shang Chi. Shang Chi is the best martial artist in the Marvel universe. Okay, so yeah. So there is. Don't call it Marvel. Call it Marv Lee. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So Tanya and I just got back from Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Derek didn't go. Next year though. Next year we're gonna we're gonna smuggle him in. It's happening in a duffel. <laughs> um, but so we just got back from Dragon Con, and we thought that we would regale you with the stuff that we thought y'all would care about. Let's as, make them jelly. As our as our listeners, like stuff that we did, so, panels we attended. Stuff I don't like know anything about their trip yet, specifically so I could learn about it right now. Yay. So anything you want to tell me about how great this thing is, yeah. you will. I will be reacting in real time with whiskey. Yeah. So uh, you know who the literary guest of honor was? Brandon I don't want to talk about it. Sanderson. Brandon motherfucking Sanderson. Guess who got his autograph? I did. Yeah. High five. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Derek kidding. just faked her out on high five. <laughs> Smooth as butter. Yikes. You could feel the saltiness in that in that whiffed high five. Not only did she get his autograph, she got the autograph of the guy who's doing the art for the tenth year anniversary of Dando Warbreaker. Santos. He did the cover for yeah. the current iteration. And the, yeah, that cover looks amazing. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got amazing. sat on a panel and watched like the art and how he did all the arts and all the inside extra arts you get in the leather bound 10th anniversary mm. editions that are coming for Christmas. Ooh, everybody, Tanya wants that for Christmas. Yeah. So kickstarted that for me. How much is it? It's probably going to be a hundo. Cause they were they charging a se- hundred for a leather bound Mistborn, but Single. it wasn't the trilogy. It was no. just the first One. book, but you had all the arts and yeah, I, would, I, I would right. pay a hundred for the trilogy leather bound. I'm not going to pay a hundred for just the first, cause it's going to be 300 bucks to get all three books, man. but they're That's, so nice. And all the yeah. arts. Yeah. Yeah. See, <sighs> I want it for Warbreaker cause it's standalone. Warbreaker right is a standalone book. Yeah. See, here's the thing that I, and this is sorry to sidetrack briefly, but mm-hmm. cause we're talking about like, special editions or stuff like that of, of books we really like like uh so i i think that if you've listened to this show you probably know i have a particular fondness for the uh, assassin's apprentice by yeah. robin hobb i went and looked on like collector's edition hardback versions of those and they've got one that looks super sick a uh, fan of the podcast jason from mm-hmm. troy he just started reading uh the oh, first the first robin hobb trilogy so good um so, Farseer Trilogy. Yeah. So, Super yeah. good. Love yeah. those books. Yep. Um, got to got to meet Brandon Sanderson and Dando Santos. Yeah. Super nice. Um, I he, Someday they, Bob's going to watch the lectures of One of these Sanderson. days I will. Um, they actually got mentioned on several panels, actually. Um, uh, I actually didn't see any panel with with him because I, I avoid panels with large crowds for the, right. for the most part. And if it's part. got him in it, it's going to be a large crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, there was a panel for him, and it took up the whole, like, the line was an entire floor of the Marriott. Jesus yeah. Christ. It was Which ridiculous. Which Marriott takes up an entire block of downtown. It Atlanta. was ridiculous. Because, yeah. you, like, you, have to, you had to go through that particular floor to get to the main floor where the other mm-hmm. bridges are, basically. And it was, like, deadlocked. Good yeah. fucking luck. Yeah. Fire marshal came through, <laughs> shut the place down and shit. My line wasn't that bad. It was yeah. an outside line and your girl was number 30 in the door. 
That's what I was yeah. about to say. I like, thought you said you had good seats. For I did. You. She I had great seats. Had good seats. She, I, was, so, she snapped me the seat. I was like, oh, jelly. Yeah, I made the decision. I was like, there were some other panels I wanted to see, but I was like, ooh, you know I'm just going packed. to skip the line and go yeah. to see Sanderson, and it worked out really well. Yeah, that's pretty. So, cool. Derek, you'll care more about this. You know who Matt Wilson is. Artist sounds familiar. He's a comic book artist. Right. Uh, he did uh, Wicked in the Divine and right. Paper Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? Ha- I'll, I'll, I'll go into who I was trying to see in a minute. But I went the fourth floor of the merch area is all like the comic book artists and whatnot. Like they and get that, didn't you form. say you'd never actually gone to that before? No, I, I had. Oh, no, no, I had never been to the autograph. That's area. what it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the fourth floor of the of the merch is where they have like it's like artist alley kind of right. deal. Right. That was uh, um, where all the comic really book artists have their booths. Mm-hmm. Well, so I went to go see a guy that I'll talk about in a minute, but he had a sign up. It's like back in fifteen, and like so. See, so like I'll go check some night other stuff one. Mm-hmm. I twisted my ankle mm-hmm. a little bit, so I walked on my foot funny that night. When I woke up the next day, my ankle was fine, but I had bruised. The bottom of my foot. So I limped the rest of the week. I was half struggling. crippled all, all week. I was struggling. Well, so I was like, at this point, I've gone through three full floors of merch. I'm just wanting to go back to the room at this point. I am I am tired. I am beat. I want to go get some Greek food and go back to the room. That's Ooh, all I Greek want. Greek sounds good. There's a Greek Ooh, yeah. place right by the hotel. Nice. It's great. Their French fries are real good. I know oh, you don't yeah. go to a Greek place for French fries, but, but their, their fries, fries are good. Go for the Euros. Point. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I got their Euros and their tzatziki, the tzatziki sauce, sauce is real good. Uh, real high five this time because that shit's yeah. good. It's well, real tasty. So I was Except I got a Greek salad and forgot a fork. <laughs> yeah, she did. She forgot <laughs> a fork. trying to eat a salad with my fingers. Yeah. So I, I I was not going to do the whole comic book floor because yeah. normally that that's doesn't I, I I don't really tend to buy art there I mm-hmm. tend to buy art from the actual artist gallery kind of deal but I was like you know I got to kill fifteen minutes let's just go ahead and walk on through anyway um, and I scored two things first off Matt Wilson had his own booth there that's cool and I've been wanting to read Paper Girls this is the comic he he Brian K Vaughn. Written, yes. oh my illustrated God. by Matt Wilson, uh, and I'd been kind of holding off, wanting to see if they're going to do an omnibus of it. They're releasing three hardback, uh, like each one is basically two trade paperbacks right, right. worth. So they're going to release three hardbacks mm-hmm. of the entirety of Paper Girls. He had the first one there. I got it. It was thirty-five bucks with his autograph. That's what's up. Yeah, which, admittedly. He has a dumb autograph. He's got a dumb signature. His signature is an M and a W. That's it. Like, Derek, I have it right here. I'll show you. Yeah. No one's going to believe this is his actual fucking autograph. I witnessed it, so that's the only thing. Yeah. That's it. M-W. Tanya was there to see it. But that's a dumb, that's a bump, dumb signature. Here's the thing, though. He probably signed, you know, a couple thousand that weekend, so I get it, but still. My, what I was about to say was, you got to keep in mind, though, that's very easy to prove because literally all you have to do is go to any cover he's ever drawn, and it's going to have his initials on it. Like True. That. Um but, so then I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And just like, well, let's just walk. We've only missed one little area. Let's just walk over here yeah, real quick. This is the last row. Let's just go to the it last row. It was the fucking guy who did all the Goosebump covers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he had covers there. 20 bucks. I got my favorite Goosebump book yeah, I, cover I saw you with that. his autograph. Yeah. yeah. Werewolf of Fever Swamp with his autograph. 20 fucking bucks. <laughs> it was amazing. It was really cool. All right. So, so then... I was like, all right, well, let me hobble back to see the guy who I went there to see. A guy named Brett Brooks. We're I'm not gonna say we're friends, cause but like we are we are acquaintances. Con, we're con acquaintances. Like I met him at Gump Con. 
and I've run into him at DragonCon since. Like we, we know we follow each other on Instagram. We know who each other are. He, associates. Yeah, we're associates. You know, cool guy. He's actually originally from like Ozark, mm-hmm. so, um, but he just finished his graphic novel, his Ooh. second graphic novel, uh, called uh, uh, not, well, not Wild Aces. Deuce is wild. Uh-huh. Deuce is wild. What's it about? Uh, space mercenary kind of deal. Was, yeah. The, between the name like and that. Like bounty hunter kind of deal. Man. Like it, I've only, I haven't read it yet. I it, just kind of know, but like, I said, they're not capabars is a, a yeah. little troubling, but we'll I got, get past that. I got the hardback of it. And yeah, so super stoked about that. So, um, you can get, get, uh, you can find him. It's like Brett Brooks. Mm-hmm. Um, just find him. But yeah, honey, what was something else that you really liked about Dragon Con that was would interest? I think she listeners? was a big fan of the fact that you had to limp everywhere. No, well, to be fair, we no. were all kind of limping because oh, I bitched nonstop. The hotel we stayed in last year was like three blocks closer, but we stayed in a different hotel farther away, closer to the Greek place, because sixteenth floor balcony pool, twenty four hour sixteenth floor balcony pool. Spoiler How many times alert! Did you use it. Oh, Derek, it was not twenty four hours anymore. They changed it since the last time I had stayed there, and it was now. Sun up, sundown. Yeah. It wasn't 24 hour. And when we said that before, we basically never used it during the day. We would only use it like when we got, we came back drunk. Yeah. And would go from all yeah. day out and we'd go get in the pool. Yeah. We got in the pool one time. And it, was it was cold as fuck. Because it, it was so high up, the wind was blowing something wicked. Yeah. It was frigid AF. Yeah. I would have rather have stayed three blocks closer because that yeah. three blocks is a hill. Yeah. In retrospect, yeah. If, I the, got, if the pool had been 24 hours, totally worth the stay there. Can we get to the part where y'all start trying to make me feel bad about having not attended this? I got real drunk and had to be oh, no. wrangled. Oh, yeah. There's Definitely a video upset I missed that. I, I missed that. There's oh, a video oh, of that. Um, uh, no, I had, I had a really good time on the panels. Um, oh, I went to this, so many good panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one that I went to that was, is it dark or is it horror? So just kind of talking about the the nuances and the difference between like is this just dark literature or is this actual horror? horror. So was that cool. the one John Ringo was on? No, okay. that was on the near future okay. sci-fi panel, which I think I liked better. Yeah, talking about like the challenges of writing near future sci-fi in the current like how quickly things change with our technology in the two year approximate turnaround to get published how difficult it is to write that near future sci-fi um, and just kind of things that maybe these sci-fi writers thought would just be right around the corner and still hasn't been. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the one, the quintessential thing was like flying cars. I mean, people thought Everyone flying thought cars, oh, be, yeah. for the longest time, but like, Oh man, that's not around the corner. No, but just that, talked about things like that. That actually and, got mentioned on a panel I was on. And basically the point that got made was like, we cannot get self-driving car, or we cannot get flying cars until self-driving cars are perfected. Right. Yeah. The only way it's going to work is to flying. Use, use that technology. Use that technology, self-driving, and they got to interface together so they're not running into each other. Yeah. Because um, our our t- what are they, the flight controllers are already oh yeah overworked. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't ter- don't overworked. even look into that if you. Oh no, I I I knew. Someone that was, and it's like, yeah, they the fact that they haven't all quit just blows yeah. my mind. Yeah, no, and um, then I uh, went to some cool like space panels and stuff. Yeah, that for me. So like, is I there had, a thing that you like? It's totally there at Dragon Con. Pretty much, I had never been to any of the science. <laughs> sure was panels. last year, but <laughs> there was never. I'd never gone to any of the science 
track panels before. And this year I ended up going to three mm-hmm. and they were all fucking amazing. I don't understand why you wouldn't have gone to them before. Well, just because there's normally, so much to do. Well, like this year I didn't really do much on the writing track because I've done so much of the writing track before. Already? Mm-hmm. And like, so like, I, and it ended up working out really well for me because I was hobbling and they're all the, they all take place in the same area. So I saw more because I was just chilling in this one area kind of deal. And then, um, it, like then I did, you were I like, did, this was a good idea. Because, like, across the street is a space track. So, like, I did, like, a science track and then hit a space track and then went back to science track kind of deal. Um, but here are some of the uh, – the first one I went to was emergency preparedness for kaiju, zombies, or sharknadoes. This guy who hosted it, no shit, works for FEMA – and has presented these at actual academic panels. He has written up disaster preparedness plans for a kaiju zombie outbreak. He does like GIS mapping to show how zombies spread. Yeah. Um, it was fucking. And he's presented, like, he had the list of I've presented it here, I've presented it here, I've presented it here, here, and here. And like, he would never just call them, like, he never called it like oh. Sharknado. Mm-hmm. It was. I, you know, my... Would he not say zombie? He would say in case of something like a, a well, no, fast-acting... Someone, uh, someone came up rabies. with a name for zombieism, mm-hmm. basically, that's like anaphylactic, blah, 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 blah. He would refer it to... What he would do is he would refer to it completely legitimately, uh-huh. and then like four or five slides into his PowerPoint, he'd be like, or more commonly known as zombies. But it was a... Uh, Whatever the scientific name for a shark is, like Chthonids or whatever, it was uh-huh. like a uh, meteorological chthonic event, chthonic event kind of deal. And he treated the movies as though they were historical record, and actually worked in other historical records of like, you know, when they had like rains of frogs and yeah. shit like that. And he did elaborate GIS modeling to show what places are most likely to have a Sharknado event occur. And it was fucking amazing. It's amazing that you mentioned this. So I don't remember when this was. It was probably a couple of weeks ago. I was on Reddit. And in like just a random ass fucking thread, something got said. And this guy in the comments was like, well, in reference to the comedy he was trying to make, was explaining that he works for the military or he used to work for the military. And he's like, you don't understand. They have contingency plans for the most asinine things and I know because I'm the guy that used to come up with those nice. and people were so interested in it they made him do an AMA yeah. and they, basically he was like yes I was part of coming up with the military's plan for dealing with zombies for dealing with aliens yeah. for dealing with like any completely ass backwards nonsense thing that you think would never fucking happen yeah I'm the, I'm the guy that came up with the plan for it nice. and trust me they don't have one plan they oh, have multiple plans for it yeah it is, and it was just hearing him talk about it when yeah. people started was like so how far would we get on this area 51 kick and he was like man honest to god i can't say but i'm just gonna say stay the fuck away from that place <laughs> yeah he's like just Trust yeah. me on this. I've been there. Do yeah. not go. Yeah. Um, another one I did was uh, evolve, evolving a monster, and basically they had like an evolutionary biologist, a uh, paleontologist, a archaeobotanist, or something like that. Like, like, and the fourth person was someone. Her job is drawing all the like actual like medical right like 
pictures of musculature of a cat and stuff like that. That's her job for a living. And she has a, like a background in mythology or something like that. So they, like, they started the panel by asking like each person, like, hey, what creature would you evolve into what creature? And like one person like, I would evolve a horse into a pegasus. And here is how you do that. Ooh. And then like the next one, that's one the- guy evolved a kaiju. This was fucking crazy because it was like, oh my God, that's so believable. So get this. Chernobyl, there are fungi, like there are mushrooms there that have evolved that they draw their sustenance from radiation. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he was like, imagine a parasitic fungi that feeds off the radiation. It gets on a lizard and it controls the lizard telling it to go near sources of radiation and the spines down the back are the fungal outgrowths of the like it was like as he's going on it's like oh my god i could totally see this happening yeah. you could have a fucking godzilla he's like you couldn't have the laser eyes probably not but you yeah. can have the rest of it um but then they just opened up after they each did hey, their hey when radiation gets involved you don't know what's right. possible well after each one said what they would evolve one did a hippocampus and uh, the last one, I've never seen the movie Maleficent, but apparently there's like a something in her gut. I don't know. Mm. And she's like, here's how you would evolve that. Um, but uh, then they just opened it up like, how could you evolve a Pokemon? Like, you know, one was like, so how, like, what would it take for goats to become arboreal? And they were like, um, not much. They're pretty much already fucking there. You know, like <laughs> little goats in trees. Yeah, goats in trees. You know, just like shit like that. Um, but then the last panel. Oh no, I went to two more. One was altered carbon. It was about the altered carbon book, but the science behind the science the in that book, the sleeve, and like yeah. how close are we to that? How believable is it? That was really fucking interesting. But the last one was bring us your evil plan, like your your. Your evil, evil plan. Tell uh-huh. us what it is. And they had a uh, a lawyer, a uh, the evolutionary biologist was back, um, a forensic pathologist, and I forget what the other person was. But they were like, "Tell us what your plan is. We'll tell you how to make it a reality and how to make it better." And that's it. They didn't. It was just all questions like, "Oh, well, here's my plan." Like, "Oh, okay. Well, here's what you what do." What if you increased this? So this. the trippy part was the lawyer looked like fucking Tanya. All right. Hey. And someone brought up this plan of like, what if, so like, they're like rodents can survive incredibly high falls. What would it take to like load up a bunch of rodents with like squirrels with rabies and drop them out of an airplane? And what they finally settled on, partly because of the lawyer who suggested guinea pigs, was dropping guinea pigs off drones. <laughs> so the, Lawyer that looked like Tanya suggested like ham- hamster it. death. Yeah. So. so that was <laughs> yes. par for the course. Yeah. Doppelganger. Yeah. It was strangely on brand. Yeah. I love it. That's horrific. Yeah. All of the panels that I picked, I was batting like 50 50 on whether mm. that'd be oh, good. Oh, God. If, good panels. It was pretty much if she showed up to a panel that we all went to, it was trash. Really? Oh, yeah. No, it was like her. It sounded cool. Yeah. But like what? Which ones didn't work this out? This was the biggest letdown to me. The they Sanderson had... Magic panel? No, the spooky story. Oh, yeah. They had spookies. one that was starting at like midnight that was, they had a bunch spooky of authors. Spooky stories and creepy music. Yeah, they had a band there to play spooky music, like very, like in the background, like creepy cello music. Which that part of, was, that was on that point. That was on point. But they were, it was supposed to be these like six authors telling scary stories. Well, the first guy 
read a story of his that took like 30 minutes of the time. Panels are only an hour. Yeah. And then the next woman was... Unprepared. Unprepared. And I'm going to be polite and say that her story was somewhat nonsensical. There were we got aliens up and, left. and shit. We got up and yeah. left. It was trash. And we um, got up and left and literally like the floodgates coming yeah. out. Like people were like, nope, I'm no. out. I'm not doing so, that. The Sanderson panel was a letdown, but I want to bring it up for a different reason. So the Sanderson panel, it was a panel on Sanderson's laws of magic. He was, and, Brandon Sanderson was not on this panel. There were yeah. people talking about his. Well, I mean, well, I've already seen the lectures. I wouldn't yeah. go to another. So they, they had uh, five, six authors. I think it was six. Six authors, like. Of varying, you know, right degrees, and uh, I mean they were all like big name published authors, pretty much. Uh, I didn't immediately recognize anyone except for Alaron Kong, uh, yeah. um, which I wouldn't have recognized him before this weekend. But anyway, so the problem with that panel was after like ten minutes of it, they're like, okay, well, anytime, you know, we're gonna keep talking, but y'all can just ask questions at any time, and it just became everyone asking questions and I didn't come there to hear jack offs ask questions I came there to hear six experts on writing and magic systems talk about fucking magic systems and so that was trash but the reason I want to bring it up the really cool thing that I really wish Sanderson had some kind of thing yeah. out there that well, would have all the conversations that well, the he, first, about his the laws first the first 10 like 10 15 minutes of it was, it was really, really cool good, because yeah. it was these guys talking about how they implement these laws right. and stuff like that like in their specific mm-hmm. systems and this that was one lady great. has you know she uh, she had werewolves and so I was like okay so do you use more hard magic for them or soft magic Depending, blah 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 yeah. it was like yeah. really interesting and then Fucking ding dongs. Well, I'm writing a novel about this, and what do you think about that? Oh no, bitch! I'm not here for you. Yeah. Oh, no. So that's the thing. Like any panel, any panel involving writing in books, the questions are always the fucking worst. That's yeah. my experience. I hate those. The science panel. Like I just thought all panels were like that. No, I went all these science panels, and like all the questions were fucking great. It's like, oh, okay, so that's just the writing track problem. Okay, great, cool, awesome. Um. Because it's a bunch of writers trying to impress their heroes exactly. up on the pedestal. Right. That's what I was about to um, say. Yeah. Ugh. Save those questions for after. But whatever. So, But the cool thing that Dragon Con did and has done for a few... Well, what they've done for the past few years is they treat self-published authors with the exact same respect as traditionally published authors. John Hartness, self-published author. He was on 17 fucking panels this year. Um, and But what I noticed this year is they were giving lit RPG authors the same respect. Um and I actually did a post on this on the fantasy subreddit where I was like, I think that's really cool because lit RPG gets shit on by a sizable portion of the fantasy world mm-hmm. um, for being like it's oh it, that's just a trash genre. And I was like, it was really cool to see Dragon Con treat it as equally viable um, media yeah. media of a, a subgenre of fantasy. Yeah. And probably far and away the best selling author on that. Sanderson's Laws Magic panel was Alaron Kong. He's yeah. a lit RPG author. He has a hundred thousand five star reviews. I bet you there was not a single author on that panel that has sold a hundred thousand books. I virtually guarantee it of those. Like, there's no way that they sold a hundred thousand books, you mm-hmm. know? Like, fuck. And he sold he's got a hundred thousand five star reviews alone. Like, yes, popularity does not equate to good. Fifty Shades of Grey, anyone? Yeah. But it is hard to argue with that level of success. 
Um, but I happened to win a copy of his book, one of his books. You decided if you're going to read it yet? Yes, I'm definitely going to read it. That's the mean... the little sample book that I gave yeah. you? Is, is the that... book that Bob won. Mm-hmm. I only won a sample because they had this wheel in their booth, spin a wheel and potentially win swag. I got a patch and a little rubber bracelet and then consolation prize yeah. of but books. But me and Tanya also got this book by J.A. Hunter called Viridian Gate Online Cataclysm. Uh-huh. Another lit RPG book. Yep. Cool cover. Yeah. Yeah, it looks cover. super cool. And signed. Yep. Um, and I actually overheard some panelists talking. Like, I'm not going to name their names, but like big name authors. And they were both like, they were like, J- James Hunter, like, yeah. See that's like, the thing. That, that, he's he's like taking lit RPG to the next level. So I, yeah. I'm going to read both of those. Yeah, I haven't. See, my issue has always been, and this is probably something that if you've ever heard me talk about anything, is you're going to know what I'm going to say. Uh, I don't care what genre of book it is or anything like that. Well, what's, there are what, good what's exam- happening with the characters. Yeah. There's there's good happen. Yeah. There's a good versions and bad versions of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't care if it's a lit RPG because if it's Good. Done really well. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be fucking awesome. Well, so like the first comment that came when I did that on the fantasy subreddit, the first comment was a guy saying like, "Well, you know, it's because it's trash. Basically, that's why it doesn't get respect because it's trash and blah 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 blah." And he's like, "You know, the you know, lit RPG doesn't have a Rothfuss and a Sanderson and a this and my like well, maybe not yet." And well, so my thing was I, oh, came I mean, on there. most of fantasy does. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I came, <laughs> There's I, very few. Of well, them. that's what I said. Like I came on there, I was like, "Well, I'm not really the guy to defend this because in my post that I don't really like lit RPG from what I've read. It's not a statement on the quality. I just don't think I enjoy the way those books are structured. Right. The same way I don't like most Dragonlance books because they read very D and D. Yep. Um, not a reflection on the quality. I just don't like that style of book. Um, but I was like. But you're saying like, oh, well, they don't have a Rothfuss and a Sanderson, you know, so they can't compare. It's like, spoiler, the vast bulk of books in those genres can't compare to a Sanderson and a Rothfuss. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on now. Well, see, that's the same thing that I've always had an issue with uh, people comparing, and this is a big issue when it comes to uh, literary fiction versus genre fiction. It's like, you're taking run-of-the-mill standard fantasy novels and comparing them to some of the greatest examples of literary fiction known to man. Yeah. And you're surprised that they don't match up. Yeah. What this are you apple talking does not about? look the same as my orange, Derek. It's just <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. But like, I mean, if you compare, like, yes, if you're comparing, oh, I can't think of just some super generic schlocky, like eighties sci-fi book. Right. To, Lolita or, you know, some widely regarded, you know, mm-hmm. pinnacle of writing or whatnot. Yeah, of course they don't fucking compare. But if you compare, you know There's a the, lot of trash you, Gabriel, literary. If you compare too. Guy Gavriel K to fucking I don't know. I can't think of a real author. Me. Not, <laughs> no. uh, like a mainstream author right yeah. now. Like they, they there is comparison, you know, like they're comparable. Uh, I, yeah. I don't even think they're comparable. Mm. Guy well, no, way better. You know, no, I'm, 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 saying, yeah. I'm saying the top of the craft in oh, fantasy right. is comparable to the top of craft in right. literary. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to compare top of the craft to top of the craft, not yeah. this is ooh, the greatest. This is, this is a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. So we'll, we'll yeah. Let's move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got all kinds of books for yeah, free. She won a ton. I got of books. A, well at winter, one winter, of the chicken dinner. Well, at the yeah. panels, the one of the ones that I went to, um, they just had books in the back. Hey, free books in the back. Your panelists, 
whatever. Fuck Another yeah. panel I went to had a little free library back there. Because you needed more books. Hey, you know. But I and mean, then I also gave blood and got a book. But that was a whole debacle. My whole giving yeah, I heard blood died, yeah. thing. Like, they pricked my one hand. I didn't have enough iron. They weren't going to let me give. So they pricked my other hand. I had enough iron. Cool. But she... But there's a free shirt on the line. So not being able to give was not an option for Tanya. <laughs> yeah. I looked at her. I was like, can I get a shirt to, even if I can't donate? Free is your favorite. It is. Flavor. It is. It is. Because... I don't want to buy a shirt when I can buy it with my blood. I don't want to buy it no. with my money when I can buy it with my blood. So they, she couldn't <laughs> find my pulse during the original like finger pricking. I was like, I'm not dead. I'm here. And so like my iron, whatever, the second hand worked. And the guy like. <laughs> I like how it's her second, not her other hand. Yeah, it's my second hand. And so like the guy straps me in and he's like trying to get my vein to pop up and it wasn't working. And then it finally came up and I made the mistake of looking at it when it went in and it was like seven feet long and it was a straw. Normally it doesn't hurt. It didn't hurt, but it just made me freak out. And then like I rotated my wrist a little bit and the bevel of the needle inside kind of started suctioning to the inside of my vein, which kind of made it like vibrate a little bit. Uh, Can we stop okay, talking we're about done, it? We're done yeah, with this we're done with okay, this. Wait. Long story short, Tanya like... Had a tough time. She yeah. had a bad time. She got I, dizzy. I, I went up the escalator. Everything was fine. Yada, yada, yada. Everything was fine. I go up the escalator and I'm telling, every, I'm, I'm telling everyone about my story. And then all of a sudden, I feel like I'm going to faint. And instead of fainting, I have a panic attack. Yeah. And that is the most Tanya thing I've ever heard. In my yeah. life. You know how, you know how I helped break her out of it? I was like, you stupid bitch. I was like, you, I said, you ignorant slut. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and she started laughing. Yeah. 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 But I got, um, L. Ron Hubbard's like the writers of the future, writers of the future, the 35th Fifth, yeah. edition. Got that for free. Got a shirt for free and some pins yeah. and other swag. I got that Viridian gate book. Yep. Um, I got two Janie Works books. Janie Works was there. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's always there, pretty much. Yeah, but didn't she had? A, yeah, she had a real tough time. Right, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but no, well, she that's was good. There. Well, good. I don't know if she herself was there, but her booth was there. Okay, for oh, her that's... art. Yeah, um, but yeah I got this like sci-fi book, Popper, by Jack McDonald Burnett. So, so a bunch of cool things. Derek, you got some free stuff. Oh yeah. Which one do you want? Blue or green? Blue or he green. He wants blue. Yeah, I do want blue. I and know green that. Green it is. Green it is. Okay. No, you can have the blue. Oh, I don't know. They're both so good. Yeah. Uh, fuck. He yeah. gets blue. You, you get, get green. blue. I get green. Um, but yeah. Nice. Yeah, but no, Derek. Oh, there's silver writing too. Derek. Put them under the lights. Put them. Put them. Cup your hand. They have glow in the dark spot. They're dice for anyone who can't. He's not in the room. They are. You might have to come bring them. Make yeah, sure hold that. Under the light. Hey, if if they get weird, make sure you take it out of the package and just put it in front of the light instead of trying to. You know, be careful with the glow in the darks. Yeah, they have speckled glow in the dark. Yeah, e- each one of us got a set. That's awesome. Yeah, so yeah. really cool dice. Yeah. All right, well, I, <laughs> now I, we'll never actually play D and D ever again because we have cool dice. Um, so I, I think that's enough about D and D. Or Dragon Con. Or yeah, Dragon Con. Yeah. Um, Apparently both. But we, we do have a. We do well, have, I have a question. Yeah. Did you see Xavier Woods while you were there? No, but you know, Jake the Snake was also there. Really? And uh, someone else. Dusty Rhodes? They had a bunch dead. Of, no, yeah, but no. they had a bunch of Dusty Rhodes they, stuff. Yeah. They had a, yeah. Um, oh, uh, well, he's from Booker T yeah. is going to be at Pensacon. And DDP. Dumb and Dulce Page. Yeah. Um, yeah but, I know, right? I know, so, right? So we got, a, we got a new product from Rianco. Yeah, dog. You've heard of the Roomba? Well, now Roomba from Rianco so comes the, the Doomba. Roofba? The oh, really? Doomba. 
A loofah? Nothing cleans better than the scouring power of a 3,000-degree flamethrower. Defeat hard-to-beat mold and stains with spot blast of hydrochloric acid. Mm-hmm. Clean up those pesky, home, those pesky home invader stains with its patent-pending void ray. <laughs> All for the low, low price of twelve grand. You had me up to the twelve grand. I, you know what? Maybe, maybe. Can I do an he's... installment plan? Yes, they do. Can... It's called indentured servitude, but it's basically yeah, installment plan. But all, all the same. But you know, did he send? Did, did we get a one of these to practice to see you know if it works before we? No, they. Uh, this was a little out of the price range for them to just send me a copy. They just mm-hmm. get, they just sent me the ad. This is yeah. more expensive than the robot arms. Yeah, surprisingly. Hmm. Yeah. I can never tell with these things. You know, it's crazy. The vagaries yeah. of science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh-huh. It's the market, man. You know, you, you it know. dictates how much these things cost. What you, are you going to do? You, you know what? Hey, you know, Venezuela's having problems. You can't just be blowing gas around. You know, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, uh, go to DragonCon. Uh, we'll be there next year for sure. Um, we're actually going to try and have some swag with us mm-hmm. for listeners. If mm-hmm. you, We're going to try and have a meetup at some point. So, mm-hmm. if you're a listener and you're at DragonCon next year, you can get free stuff from us. Mm-hmm. Um and everybody just, loves free shit. Yeah, just for showing up. I mean, up. I might be persuaded to get some shit together for Pensacon. Not yeah. for Fanaticon. Fanaticon's like next month. Yeah. Yeah, we Dothan. are going to be at Fanaticon. Or but at least me. I know. I don't Because it's not a booth. I but, work Friday. I may come down Saturday. Okay. Um, Fanaticon and Dothan, I'll be there. I'm moderating a couple panels. Conzilla. Conzilla we, will be there. We'll have a booth at Conzilla. That's in Columbus, in Georgia in November. November. The first weekend in November. And then... Uh, Pensacon is the last try- weekend in February. We're trying to go to Pensacon. We won't have a booth or anything, but we're just trying to go. We'll be there. And if you listen, we'll probably try and hold some sort of meetup so you can get free swag from us. Yes. All right. Free is best. So, Unless you're going to Chick-fil-A and they never take your free drink. Oh, my. <laughs> well, no, because that would still be free and it would have been best. It just yeah. wasn't free, therefore not best. Well, I've paid for it twice when I wanted it free it once. free. So you still have the free one to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want three of them. I only wanted the one, and I wanted it to be a free one. And yet you still keep buying them. Because I keep <laughs> expecting it to be free, and it never is, because they don't use a reward program correctly. Maybe if you went to Prattville, this wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, Tanya. Why don't you just go to Prattville? I hear it's really nice. I hear that's a great... I hear they oh, please you. I hear they please you, you there. <laughs> yeah. They it's pl- their pleasure. They please you. It's, yeah. their, mm. it's their pleasure to you serve You go there me. for the sensual... Fraps. I was about to say, probably get some of that mayonnaise. Sensual snacks. Sensual snacks. All right. In the coming week, as you're in the drive-through of your Chick-fil-A, <laughs> I hope that they shower you in mayonnaise and pleasure you to your heart's content. God, that sounds so gross. And, yeah. <laughs> that was what I've been thinking and this entire episode. May the blessing of the beard be upon you. Ew. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.